0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of The Family Fortune. I think this is the first time we've had a full house up in here. So say hello, Claudette. Hello. (laughs) She's back, at least observing. Malcolm's over in the corner doing what he would normally like to only do, which is run the soundboard. But we have a special guest today. And our special guest. (laughs) Our special (laughs) guest today is none other than Attorney Melody Ebron. Let's clap it up for her. Clap it up.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, in case y'all didn't know, I actually uh, work for Attorney Melody Ebron. A lot of people don't know I do paralegal work on the side, but uh, I was able to finally convince her to come and talk to us about estate planning. So we all think we all kind of have ideas and concepts of what an estate plan is. So I wanted to bring Melody on to kind of clarify what it actually, uh, an estate plan is, what makes it up, what you're supposed to do with it when you actually have one. So Melody.
1: Okay. Okay. Easy question, I guess. Estate planning is pretty much laying out your wishes once you're no longer here, um, A lot of people leave here and your family or your loved ones have no idea where to start, Mm -hmm. um, such as insurance policies, um, wills, trust, any of that. So estate planning covers all of that. Those are the big things. It even covers some small things such as your final wishes, where you want to be buried, how you wish to dispose of your body, what you may want to wear if you want to have a service. Small things like that um, all cover estate planning. And it's key these days to actually look into your assets, what you have, so that the things you work hard for go to your family and your loved ones and not to the state.
0: Okay. I'm glad you explained that because before I actually started working for you, even though in the back of my head I knew what an estate plan was, for most people the estate plan is just a will. Or just a trust. But it's so much more, as you just said, it's everything that deals with your life and how you want things to um, take place once you're no longer here. How you want all your assets, which is, what's the definition of an asset?
1: An asset can mean anything that you own.
0: Okay, so all the stuff that you own goes to where you want it to go to.
1: Correct. And that that can be something as small as the clothes in your closet. What do you want to do with those things? um the car if you own it mm. now, if you're still paying a lender, you do not own it. so <laughs> that would not be considered your assets. So anything that you own outright oh, um, okay. those things will be considered assets.
0: So if you own a house, you're married and you own a house, does that mean it automatically the house and you're still paying mortgage on it or even if you're not, does that mean that automatically goes to the surviving spouse?
1: Not if you are paying a mortgage.
0: Then it goes back to the lender.
1: Well, if both of your names are on that mortgage, then all you have to do is contact the lender, let them know, you know, my spouse has passed, provide that death certificate, and then at that time they may actually physically remove that person off that mortgage. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to have your deed changed or the information that's filed changed, you can, or actually you can leave it as it is for as long as you want sometimes. Um, but no, that particular person, if the spouse passes, you don't have to worry about getting a new mortgage. Now, if you want to refire something like that, then yes, you alone would have to go in and and qualify for whatever benefits or, um, reduce rates that may be out there at that point. But, um, your lender will sometimes make you jump through some hoops.
0: Okay. That's things I did not know. Did y'all know this? Did you know that? Nope, nope. Didn't I know all that? And I should know it. <laughs> huh? Not about the mortgage. Yeah, not about the mortgage for sure. Mainly, I don't think I've ever been concerned about it because I don't want to have a house. But it's not about me. Um, also, You mentioned um all the different um, documents and everything else. So what is your recommendation for those documents you know for so people know if something happens or something passed what would you suggest like storage or what have you give it give them the documents to hold whoever you want to have as your representative what do you recommend
1: Uh, probably a little bit of both Um, sometimes for my senior clients I Recommend that their um, main or attending physician has a copy Mm -hmm. of the will or maybe even your um, what we used to call a living will or your durable power attorney so that the doctor will know your wishes if or how long you may want to remain on um, life support or something like that. Um, You can also give it to the actual beneficiary. um, a lot of us don't have those conversations with the beneficiary. Mm -hmm. So you may actually want to discuss their role that you have given to them before you pass so that they they will know and actually accept it and be prepared for it. So I would say give it to them. Um, Definitely maybe keep it in some type of safe security box if you have that. Um, And you can also file it. But here's the thing. If you go down and file it um, with the clerk of court, Wherever you live, if you don't tell your relatives, they're not going to even know that it's there. So you still need to make sure someone close to you knows that that document actually exists.
0: Oh, wow. There's so much to. Like you said, there's so much to know and so much that needs to be unpacked when someone passes away. That is key to have those conversations before, and we don't like to have those conversations. I don't know why we don't like to have those conversations. we don't like to talk about money, and we definitely don't like to talk about death for whatever reason. uh y'all got any questions y'all good yes, you do.
2: I don't have any questions i just um I just know the importance from my own experience in Lahamma, you know mm-hmm. uh, my aunt. When she before she passed away, she laid everything out. She called me over there. You know, I'm writing things down and I'm crying because I'm like, I don't want you to go. You know, but I'm when I tell you she laid everything out. She told me who was going to be on the program at church. She told me what she wanted to wear, where I could find it, if it was in the winter this color, if it was in the summer this color, this hat for this season, this hat for this season, where her shoes were, where her stockings were. Right. Um, she laid out. Her program, she called everyone who she wanted to do something on the program to ask them to do it. Um, she died here in Georgia, but she was going to be buried in New Jersey, so she called all of her old church members from New Jersey and told them, me and my mother would be coming up there, take care of us, this is what we needed. Um, she just really had everything laid out, so really when she passed away, all I had to do was follow her instructions.
1: Right, right. And, and that's the best way to have it. But a lot of us, we do not, we do not do that at all. Not um, even. And, and a lot of times, too, another thing that goes with having a will is great to have it. But sometimes that still may not be the end because you still hear, what about probating? You know.
0: That was going to be my next question. There's always this, this confusion and, and debate about trust, will, probate, no probate. Do I even need a will? So.
1: Right, and of course, everyone needs a will or something outlining their final wishes as far as what they own and how they want it distributed. Um, Probate comes into play. If you have a will, you still have to have that will probated. Um, If you don't have a will, you still have to go to probate court. Mm -hmm. Um, And these are mainly for those individuals that may have something lingering, whether it be a bank account that needs to be closed, or they want to have access to those funds. Just because, you know, your grandmother left you over her estate in the actual will, the bank could care less, you know, about Mm -hmm. the actual document itself. They want to actually see that you now have been given those letters through probate court to actually now either close that account out, pull money out of that account, or whatever you need to do with it. So, and you can only have that power through the, um, banking institute by probating the estate.
0: Okay, so let me make sure I am repeat what you just said. So, with a probate, probate is actually given a designated person, a representative or the executor the authority to handle pretty much any and everything that deals with a deceased person's um, estate or property. And that's correct. And it's okay. called
1: letters. They give you letters that's of administration. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the will, you will actually designate your designatee or person, that the administrator or the executor of the estate. And then that person would then go to probate court and file to get those letters. And um, sometimes, depending on the size of the estate or even just the decedent or the person that's, that has passed away, um, there may or may not be bond requirements where sometimes they trust you but they don't trust you mm-hmm. so <laughs> you may have to go through you know getting insured so make to make sure if you do anything that you're not supposed to do with that estate you're bonded and it's covered so um
0: i think i would get bonded anyway because you never know <laughs> somebody's crazy cousin know, or whatever going to come out the woodwork and be like oh such and such happened or i didn't get such and such um, excuse me. Yes, you see my bond. I'm covered. <laughs> Whatever. But, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's so much to unpack. It's it not. is so much to unpack. And I'm there's so much more we can talk about. But we're short though. So what we're going to do is we're going to try to get her to come back very, very <coughs> soon. <You need> <laughs> very, very soon to um, talk some more about this. <laughs> Ain't that right, Clannery? And I know Malcolm would be appreciative because then you don't have to speak. You can just sit over there and push the buttons. <laughs>
1: well, to be continued on this. Yes, to be <laughs>
0: continued on this. This was a good subject and good topic. And you were nervous for no reason. Okay. She wasn't nervous. <laughs> Until we come back again, I'm Lashana with Melody Ebrin, And we got Malcolm and Claudette in the room as well. Until then. This is Family Fortune. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye.